Hey, welcome to Monday. This is February 20th, and it's Minnesota Today from NPR News. I'm Kathy Warzer. We're heading into an unsettled week with a major winter storm that'll test our mettle by midweek. Today's just the appetizer. Winter weather advisories are posted for northern Minnesota through tonight, with a winter storm warning for the North Shore for four to eight inches of snow. Tomorrow, southern Minnesota gets the main course with the worst conditions Wednesday night through Thursday. Very heavy snow will combine with winds gusting to near 50 miles an hour. By the time the system pulls out of here, most places will have a foot of snow on the ground. More than that, 15 to 20 inches in parts of western and central Minnesota, including parts of the Twin Cities. The National Weather Service is already warning that this storm could disrupt travel, so be prepared. More on the forecast in a few. More rallies are planned in the coming days as community activists and the family of a 65-year-old Hmong St. Paul man demand the police officers who killed Yia Shang be fired. Body camera footage shows Shang holding a knife last weekend outside his apartment. Officers yelled for him to drop it and fired their guns when he did not. His family says that Shang was hard of hearing and did not speak English and would not have understood the officers' commands. About 100 people turned out at a rally yesterday. Minnesota State Senator Susan Paw spoke at the rally. She said police should have been able to control the situation without shooting. There were plenty of opportunities for de-escalation of the situation that could have led to a different outcome, which would have meant that Yee Hyung would be with us still today, alive. In other news, a Minneapolis man faces sentencing this week for killing a fellow student outside a Richfield school last year. Matt Sepik has more. Fernando Valdez Alvarez pleaded guilty earlier this month to second-degree unintentional murder and first-degree assault for killing 15-year-old Jamari Rice and wounding another teen at the South Education Center, an alternative school in Richfield. A plea agreement requires the 19-year-old to serve consecutive sentences for each of the counts totaling nearly 24 years. He'll be eligible for supervised release after serving two-thirds of his sentence, or about 16 years. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty said the sentence is the maximum allowed under state guidelines. A second defendant, Alfredo Rosario Salas, is serving a three-year term after a jury in December convicted him of second-degree assault. But jurors acquitted the 20-year-old of more serious charges, including murder. I'm Matt Sepik, Minneapolis. Many schools, businesses, and government offices are closed today because of the holiday, but it's business as usual at the Minnesota legislature. When the House meets in session today, several bills will be voted on, including a ban on the practice of conversion therapy that's aimed at trying to change a person's gender identity or sexual orientation. Another bill up for debate would create an office for missing and murdered black women and girls. A showdown is brewing at the Capitol over a public works package as it nears votes in the legislature. Brian Bax has more on that. Minnesota lawmakers are deciding on borrowing toward $1.9 billion in construction projects for colleges, prisons, water plants, and other government buildings. Bonding bills need supermajorities to pass. DFL Senate Majority Leader Carrie Dietzik says now is the time. So it makes sense to me to, if we can find an agreement, to move it early so that they're ready for the construction season and um, we can move forward. There's a lot of need out there across the state. Republican Senate Minority Leader Mark Johnson wants meaningful action on tax cuts first. We know Minnesotans have critical needs across the state but they also have their families to take care of. We want to make sure that they're taking care of their families, having the money in their pocket to go to the grocery store, to buy gas, to get to work. If a borrowing bill fails, DFL lawmakers could dip into the state's surplus to pay for more projects. I'm Brian Baxt. 
lot of sports. The Wild beat the Nashville Predators yesterday 4-3. to The Gopher men's basketball team plays a makeup game at Illinois tonight. The game was originally postponed because of COVID. The Gophers were beaten by Penn State Saturday. And it's state tournament time for high school hockey. This week, the girls' quarterfinal round begins Wednesday. State champions in two classes will be crowned Saturday. Spring training begins for the Twins' full squad today in Fort Myers, Florida. The team's first preseason split squad games are on Saturday. Ah, it's nice to think about spring training because we're going to be mired in snow by the end of the week. Travel, especially by midweek, could be next to impossible in some parts of the region thanks to this incoming winter storm. Today, snow is likely for parts of northern Minnesota. Highs of 18 to 24 degrees in the north with the snow, 30s in the south. Tonight, very windy. Overnight lows 6 to 12 below zero in northern Minnesota, 1 to 9 above in the south. Tomorrow, colder, partly sunny. The snow starts tomorrow afternoon, lasts until Thursday night. If you want more, by the way, on this storm, go to Twitter or go to the Updraft blog at mprnews.org, Twitter at mprweather. Check us out on Facebook and Instagram as well. If you're looking for more news right now, you can always stream us by going to mprnews.org. You can download our news app or... You can turn on the radio. You can listen that way. Hope you have a good day today. I'm Kathy Warzer.